Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. As you know, yesterday, um, the B.C. government, in uh, some would say an unusual uh, uh, step, uh, uh, introduced uh, a new uh, policy looking uh, to help nonprofits with a $500 million rental fund, uh, which allows nonprofit the housing groups to acquire rental buildings. Now, Premier David Eby said the fund, which has long been asked for by housing advocates, both nationally and in B.C., should allow nonprofits uh, to leverage purchases of potentially thousands of apartments and protect renters from eviction or big rent hike. Well, Mr. Eby has not yet uh, not yet announced progress on another plank of his uh, housing platform, which is to pass a law ensuring right of first refusal for non-profit housing societies looking to buy low-rise buildings up for sale, therefore preventing a bidding war with the private sector. Such a policy has been adopted in the city of Montreal. Now, I asked that specific question of Housing Minister Ravi Kalon yesterday when he joined us on the show. Take a listen. Uh, we're certainly considering that. We're considering a whole host of other things as well. Uh, Premier Eby signaled that today in the press conference as well. We know Quebec has done that and done it successfully. Uh, and so, yes, we are considering that. Uh, but we're going to be launching a refresh housing strategy in the coming months. And in that, you'll see a whole host of initiatives. Uh, again, Premier Eby's got a very, very ambitious plan uh, to take on the housing challenge. And we'll be able to lay out some of those actions uh, in, in the coming months. That was Housing Minister Ravi Kalon, who joined us yesterday. Joining us now is Corinne Kirkpatrick, BC Liberal MLA for West Vancouver, Capilano, and uh, the Shadow Minister for Housing and uh, Child Care. Corinne, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jazz. Happy to be here. Uh, let me get to that specific question. Uh, do you think it's a good idea uh, to give nonprofits, um, as some would say, first dibs on uh, private sector property, potentially? Uh, or do you think this is going to lead to a lot of trouble in regards to how the housing system works? Uh, it's so complicated. And um, the minister had uh, referred to Montreal. It's a very, very different system that they've got there. Uh, you've got to look at, is this going to require um, uh, uh, owners of complexes that are rental, are they going to have to join some kind of registry? Uh, is there going to be a requirement then for them to give notice to government prior to actually listing something? Um, you know, which rental properties would be subject to the first right of refusal? So there's, there's a number of issues there, but then it also stalls the market. When something comes onto the market, uh, what is the, the amount of time that is going to be required for a nonprofit or for government to do due diligence and then, and then uh, you know, come in with an offer? So uh, many, many questions. I understand the reasoning for it, but it's much more complex than simply saying first right of refusal. I mean, part of this argument is that, um, um, you know, uh, real estate investment trusts, pension funds, uh, private equity firms are buying up 
uh, rental properties because they provide a good return on investments over the long term for their uh, members and that, uh, you know, renters are losing out. Uh, Do you think that this is as big of an issue as some have said? I know in the United States it, it plays a big role. You're seeing it in other parts of Canada as well. Do you think it's as pronounced as some are saying in regards to impacting long-term renters and many of them uh, not being able to stay in places they've stayed for a long time? Well, I think we've seen that that does happen in the market. I mean, that that certainly is a piece of it. Um, But the private sector has an important role to play. And what government talked about yesterday, I mean, trying to get $500 out the door isn't going to fix a broken rental market. Um, And there's only $500 So that money is going to run out pretty quickly. If that money runs out and, and nonprofits just simply aren't able to leverage those doctors to, uh, daughter, dollars to purchase, it, it is going to be left to those pension funds and to those private investors to be investing in purpose-built rental and investing in rental. So uh, you can't come in, come in and kind of play around with the market because you might discourage uh, those investors that can provide very, um, very good and, uh, you know, a, quite a, a few rental properties, you can't discourage them from trying to come into the market. Do you think this is the wrong way to go then, if this is what they're considering, that the, that you're actually going to discourage or at the very least government is stepping in to manipulate a market that over the long term, this is not healthy for the market, but the minute you scare away private sector investors, uh, you, you can't solve the core issue, which is still supply. Uh, it is absolutely supply. And if the premier had met his uh, commitments to building this 114,000 additional rental units in uh, the period of time that they've been in there, rather than just, uh, you know, having 11,000 built, you know, would this be as big of an issue? So they have to continue to build. And government has this responsibility, yes, to be in that affordable uh, rental uh, arena. Um, But they just haven't been keeping up to their commitments to actually provide the housing. So uh, don't get me wrong. I believe that we have got to invest in making sure that we are retaining affordable housing um, uh, units that are currently on the market. We don't want to be displacing people, but we can't put so many policies in place that it will discourage everyone else from coming into the rental market. We've seen that that's happening with a number of the other requirements. And, um, you know, every time you, you add regulation to the rental market, you're losing investment in the rental market. Yeah. Corinne, uh, this is going to be an issue that uh, will play out uh, very quickly over the next few months uh, because I think there's another announcement by the housing minister and the premier on Monday. We look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you so much for your time today. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, Jazz. You as well.